Well, welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to The Wave, the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. And Adam, it's a new year. It is. Happy New Year. It's a new season. It is. Happy yeah. New Season. We are about to embark on season 10 we of are. Bottom of the Stream. How crazy is that? It's amazing. It is so amazing. excited. Start a year, start a season. So in theory, we should end a season at the end of the year. If we have no holidays. If we have no breaks or holidays. So <laughs> we'll see how that figures out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where we are in December. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so I mean, let's let's do the admin part first. Come back here on this very feed on Thursday and we'll have the first episode of season 10. Yeah. We'll pick, as we always do. A movie randomly selected that you can find on Netflix in the UK. Yeah. Because we're looking for some hidden gems. We should probably just say that we've already picked it. Because I did announce it in the Discord. Yeah. So the the film has been picked. The reason for that is that we completely forgot to do it in the last episode of last season. <laughs> we did, yeah. Which was about a month ago. Yeah, it was, to be, to be fair. fair. It feels like a long time <laughs> since we've sat here together. Um, so. so yeah, because so we're watching The Girl in the Yellow Jumper. Yeah, we are. Uganda's first ever feature film. Really? Yep. Fantastic. I've got some facts on this film. Good. Man. Some facts. Yeah, it's a Ugandan movie. Yeah. We we really are at the bottom of the stream. I can't wait to talk about Ugandan it. cinema. I can't, I can't wait, wait to talk about, about it either. It's, a, it's an unusual film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun film to uh, to dive into. Great film to start a season on, I think. I, I think there's, as you said, there's a lot of interesting facts about this movie. Yeah. And I think it will make for a good episode for us. I think it will. Whether it will make for a good movie, well... Come back Thursday come back and, Thursday and find out what out. we have, what we thought. Uh, but that's for Thursday. So how was your festive period? It was very nice. Thank you very much. Good. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, nice chilled time. Excellent. Very casual Christmas. Very chilled. Yeah. We did New Year together. That yes, was nice. we did. Yeah, it was. First time in a couple of years. Yeah, I think so. That yeah, was nice. We just hung out, played some games. Ate a lot of food. Yeah. Way too much food for <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, way too much. Uh, Watched some cool fireworks on midnight and... yeah. Is it me? <laughs> this is like old man alert. <laughs> that that whole like fireworks display at midnight in yeah. London. Does that get longer? It did seem longer this year. It did seem longer this or year. Or am I just jaded of fireworks? Fireworks <laughs> displays always, when you're there, always feel a lot shorter. Mm. So it's like, oh, that's that done then. But I feel like on the TV, they maybe do seem to go a bit longer. Yeah. They were good though. I was quite proud of London's sure. attempts this year. Did my My criticism of it would be, the way it's like filmed and shown, it's like the fireworks are epic. Yeah. But there's no s- sense of scale in terms of like, you know how you see in New York, you see the thousands of people watching it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't know uh, the way, w- how they present and film the, the stuff in London. That there was the anybody river, there. That there was anybody there. Yeah, you're right. And they always, they're always like, oh yes, 100,000 people or whatever were what, uh, lining the riverbanks to see. You get no sense of that. No. I, what they should really do for, right, <laughs> this would never get agreed, but they should really have like your roving reporter. I'd do it, I'd be the man what, on the street, somebody in the, the crowd, microphone. yeah, go and just go and talk to drunk people about what that's your new year's resolution. That'd be much better than watching Rick Astley perform exactly. the same song over and over again, yeah, yeah, you're right. Would you ever go 100% not? <laughs> same, I did. Yes, I was being paid in that aforementioned position. I did Times Square at New Year once, yeah. And I'm I'm glad I've done it because I fucking wouldn't do it now. I would never do it. Again. I just think you have to be there that early. You yeah. get so cold, you can't move. Yeah, 
can't eat. You can't go for. You can't even go for a wee in New York. Yeah, you literally penned in, job done. My feet would just. I'd be worried yeah. my toes would fall off. I'm glad I've done it and I can say I've done it, but yeah. I would never do it again. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Cool. Uh, is that it? Uh, I think not for the show, just for that part of the show, the way we talk. So. Uh, is it too late to talk about like Christmas presents? No, we can talk about Christmas what, what presents. What's the best Christmas present you got? 3D printer. Yeah, there's too much stuff <laughs> around here for me to be tempted to play with. Yeah, I'm You've sorry. already took two things off me because <laughs> you thought they would make too much noise during the show. But I've just noticed the massive stack of, of different uh, coloured filaments, plastic yeah. that I can potentially just fiddle with. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I thought. Well, what do you get? The guy who's got everything. 3D printer. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? It's been quite fun to learn to like dial it in and get the settings right and everything. Yeah. And, and buy different accessories for in different coloured cut filament. Sure. Things. But yeah, it's 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 fun to watch. It's yeah. fun to play with. I'm gonna learn how to 3D model stuff so I can design stuff. Oh, and great. then print it myself. Yeah. My my ultimate aim is to be able to print our logo. Yes. That's what I want to make. That T V with the bottom of the stream yeah. logo on the front. That's my ultimate aim in this whole thing. That's <laughs> the only reason I brought it. I wanted <laughs> An actual life copy of our bottom of the stream logo. One of one, limited edition. Exactly. Maybe two. I might make you one. Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> two of two, limited edition. Yeah. Um. Other than that, socks, chocolate. You need socks. Always need socks. Yeah. I used to hate when I was a kid. I used to hate getting clothes for Christmas. But now it's essential. Getting socks is like, <laughs> thank God I've got some new socks. Saves me a job. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, I, I a lot of books. Yeah. That I've probably we'll have to find <laughs> like i'm not, I'm not being ungrateful read. i just need because they're great and i asked for pretty much all of them but I just, I, it's gonna take me all year to read yeah them which i, again, which is I fine. suppose is good uh a couple of pairs of trainers um yeah i saw some nice new trainers though. chocolate they're nice both pairs i've seen i think yeah <laughs> and uh yeah socks also socks we're so, at, yeah. we're at the sock age yeah i think any pants this year I don't, which means i've got to pants. go pant shopping at some point <laughs> I did go around the sales. I went to, to the local shopping mall district area. Okay. And it was not good. Right. I came home empty-handed. Literally didn't buy a single thing. The sales this year have been disappointing. Even Amazon haven't done a sale this year, which really? is weird. Yeah. Strange. We I remember Boxing Day, we were going to my in-laws because they uh, it's like mid-morning because they were putting on a bit of a buffet and, and it was on the news bulletin. They d- did do that thing where they went and out and talked to the man on the mm. street at the sales. And it was like, how long have you been there? Oh, I've been queuing since 4am. Why? You can't have had a good Christmas day. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to bed early because I'm going to next in the morning. Exactly. Come on. Get I'm going to file my clothes for the year. I went to the next sale. There was nothing in it. It was not worth getting up at four o'clock in the morning for. Uh, we should probably get on with the show. Sure. Shall we do some news? Netflix news? Uh, we will do some news. We will start with a piece of non-Netflix news. And okay. There is no link in our shared document. And do you know why? It, there is no link because I am referencing an email. I also received this email. An email found me this week. It did find me also. From uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Mr. Bezos emailed us all. For, which I'm sure anyone uh, with Amazon Prime will have received. And we knew that uh, Amazon was going down the ads route. Yes. Following, obviously, Netflix and Disney. But 
Did we know this is how they were doing it? I don't think we knew this, think this the, is... the layout of how they were doing it. And they are taking a bit of a different approach. And that is, everyone's getting out of it. It's basically, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that email basically said, fuck you, you're getting out. So I read the first paragraph. Yes, please. It says, dear Prime member, we are writing to you today about an upcoming change to your Prime Video experience. Starting on February the 5th, Prime Video movies and TV shows will include limited advertisements this will allow us to continue investing in compelling content and keep increasing that investment over a long period of time we aim to have meaningfully fewer ads than ad supported tv channels and other streaming tv providers no action is required from you and there is no change to the current price of your membership but (laughs) if you wanted to keep amazon prime ad free yeah then you will have to pay more money yeah £2.99 here in the UK. So, yeah, you you are opting into ads unless you go and uh, increase your your subscription fee. The way I look at Amazon, I look at it slightly different to, say, Netflix or Disney+. Plus. Because for me, Amazon Prime Video is a bonus to Amazon Prime. Yeah. I pay that money every year to get the free delivery on Amazon Prime. Sure. And the next day delivery, same day delivery sure. sometimes. The the video is a bonus. I will not be giving him an extra two ninety nine a month. No, for, I mean I don't watch enough. I've, I don't watch enough. I've on watched it. a couple of bits over Christmas on there, but yeah, yeah, that film we watched before Christmas was it was, was on there. But I don't watch enough on there to justify paying that, and I don't feel like I need to. Hmm. That makes sense. But I think it's a, I think it's an ass backwards way of doing it. If I'm honest, I d- I don't know if it's very. It's not very hearts and minds for your customers, is it's it? It's not consumer friendly, but then this no. is Amazon we're talking exactly. about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The so, last thing on their mind is the consumer. Yeah, from February the 5th, that applies here in the UK. It'd be interesting to see how it, how they lay them out. Do, do we get them during films, mm-hmm. after, before films, after films? How's it going to be? How many is they going to be? Putting them in movies. Mm. Is, movies that are not your movies. Yeah, that's that's... TV shows for years, maybe it's a conditioning thing. We've been conditioned for yeah. years and years. TV shows have breaks. Movies don't have breaks. No, unless you watch them on like Channel 4 or something. Well, but yeah. It, well, just, it, does, it doesn't feel nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was only a matter of It's not of like he's the richest man in the world and needs more money though, is it? So. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it's happening. Yeah, we it's said happening. it'd happen. We said when Netflix did it that everybody'd follow suit, and now everybody's followed suit. Yeah. Talking of suits, let's talk about a lawsuit. Okay. Uh, because it feels like a little ta- a little while since we've talked about someone going after Netflix, uh, but this is happening. This uh, is a legal battle surrounding the Netflix reality show Love Is Blind. Okay. Uh, and Rennie, Rene po- Potch, I think we'll say how we pronounce <laughs> okay. this in the name. Yeah, why not? Uh, is one of a ex-contestants of season five of Love is Blind, uh, which was filmed last year, uh, no, two years ago now, 2022. Okay. Uh, and she says she passed a grueling interview process to get onto the show, and then... When she arrived in Los Angeles on her first night, production staff seized her phone, passport, and driver's license. 
Uh, and in the uh, legal filing, she says she was kept locked in a hotel room, unable to leave without a cast wrangler accompanying her. Cast wrangler, what a great job. <laughs> uh, as part of the reality show, she was uh, put in a showmance with a guy called Carter Wall. Okay. Uh, who apparently landed a spot on Love is Blind, despite being broke, jobless, unhoused. Unhoused. Violent and addicted to amphetamines. What? So this grueling interview process is not very <laughs> grueling, is it? Yeah. Uh, Post says she was forced to spend long stretches of time alone with this guy, who she describes as being abusive to her. Right. Both on and off camera. This is basically uh, alleging that Netflix had was lacking in their duty of care to her. Well, yeah, sounds like um, it. The, what What is the wrinkle in this is that uh, after the filming wrapped, uh, Poach made some public remarks about her experience on the show, okay. uh, which resulted in Delirium, the production company who makes the show for Netflix, uh, basically going into legal battle against her for violating her NDA. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, they are seeking, fro- they were seeking from her $4 million. $4 million? When she earned from the series eight grand. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, which has led to her suing back, essentially. Well, she has no choice. She has uh, to sue back. But... Yeah. She told Variety, I felt like a prisoner. I had no support when I let Delirium know that I didn't feel safe. I tried to deal with these emotions over time. Felt like I needed to share what had happened. It felt it was only right to let others know the truth of what we all had to endure. Uh, she has employed Hollywood power lawyers Brian Friedman and Mark Gageros, Um seeking to nullify the contract, the NDA, uh, and claiming emotional distress and violation of various California labor codes. Um, wow, she, okay. She is, the lawyers say, one of a few reality TV show participants that they are building cases for right um wow netflix is not (laughs) netflix doesn't sound good somebody different every day but (laughs) that one doesn't sound good i don't think i don't feel like they'll win that one let's uh we'll see how that one develops but that that, that's pretty horrific imagine paying somebody eight grand and then wanting four million back from them for talking about it that's insane isn't it (laughs) yeah that's absolutely insane if we, uh, if we hear any more on that, we'll uh, keep you informed. Uh, Ricky Gervais is a bit of a knobhead, isn't he? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean... <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so he had his new special released on Netflix on Christmas Day. He did indeed, yes. Uh, which I think has done okay in the charts. Yes, yeah, it's right there. He did an interview. Uh, he was asked, sorry, on Twitter um, why there wasn't much promotion for his stand-up, which I feel like I've seen quite a lot Yeah, of. I have as well. Uh, but interestingly, Gervais replied by saying, Netflix aren't doing any posters or anything because they can't be asked, and I'm not doing any interviews because they're all cunts. Oh, okay. Well, funnily enough, I'm not watching it because I can't be asked because he's a cunt. Uh, all <laughs> I've got is you lot. Please watch Armageddon on Netflix. He's um... not coming back then. <laughs> He was then asked why, by a fan why Netflix weren't advertising it and Gervais replied, they think it's going to be huge, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, 
I, 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 I just, I, I don't want to watch this. I think I'm 100% with, not with going it to coming watch it. out within the same space of a week of Ricky Gervais and um, I'm blanking. Why am I going blank? On the other comedy special, the anti-trans guy, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, both coming, both releasing something in the space of a week on Netflix. It's yeah. just like. And Just, then moaning about it. I mean, come on. Give these middle-aged rich comedians and in inverted commas the airtime. <laughs> Just feels st- stupid. Yeah, stop being a tosser, Ricky. <laughs> it's not for me. I've, <sighs> I've made my feelings known about Gervais before. Yes, The Office is funny. <laughs> End of. <laughs> Afterlife's okay. Yeah. Anyway. That got so far up his own arse at the end as well. Moving on to people we like. Okay. So, Zack Snyder, <laughs> obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Everyone's favourite on this show. <laughs> was the director of Rebel Moon, one of Netflix's big Christmas releases. He was. Have you watched it? Do you know what? I haven't. Not me. I still want to. Okay. I've, just, I've just not hollowed out the time. It's it's low down my list. I've not heard a single good word about it from anybody. So pre-release. It me so much. <laughs> pre-release, I did see a couple of like four-star reviews. Yeah, paid for reviews. Probably, yeah. yeah. But it feels like we've been here before. We, I'm, I'm now seeing sort of quotes from Snyder saying, well, look... This isn't the film I wanted to put out. My director's cut's coming out in a few weeks. Few weeks yeah. And that'll have an extra hour on it. That's the vision I had. I was like, well, I don't want to sit down and watch a three-hour yeah, movie either. Yeah. Why would Why would you want to watch something that's shit, <laughs> but longer? Um, And I, I think we've only got early figures so far, but and this isn't a news story, but, but, but early figures indicate on Netflix that this movie is... is been absolutely smoked on netflix by um the julia roberts one. Oh, really the leave the world leave behind the world behind which is interesting that is interesting because i've not heard many good things about that either i loved it but I've i thought it was good i, I enjoyed it many good things about it it certainly didn't have the promotional heft of netflix no, behind it like rebel didn't. moon part one uh someone else has got an opinion okay on snyder it's christopher nolan Right, okay. He's a well-respected guy. He is, yeah. You'd think his opinion carries a bit of weight. Would you like to know what he said? Yeah, I would love to. Um, Chris Nolan's done an interview with The Atlantic, and he said, there is no superhero or science fiction film coming out these days where I don't see some influence from Zack Snyder. What? That could explain why all the superhero movies are shit lately. When you watch a Zack Snyder film, you see and feel his love for the potential of cinema. The potential of it to be fantastical, to be heightened in its reality, but to move you and excite you. How does Snyder... Chris Nolan is a big Zack Snyder fan. How does Snyder hypnotise people into liking him so much? He's really really loved in the industry. By proper good filmmakers and just I don't get it. I really don't. I don't know if it's his ballsiness. Has he got balls though? Don't you think it takes balls to make Rebel, Rebel Moon? Which I and I will caveat I've not seen it. But Star to, Wars, isn't it? Well exactly. <laughs> it's just basically but to give Star it all Wars. this like it's gonna be this huge franchise, we've got a world, it's gonna have Is it balls or is it ego? And but 
and I will, I'll wait till I've seen it, but yeah. but many reviews say there is nothing original in here. Yeah, that's what I've Star heard. Wars, it's Star Trek, it's... It's all of them mingled together. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like he's like, I said this to somebody in our Discord, it feels like he's just got this whole universe in his head and he showed us a tiny snippet of it and doesn't understand why we don't understand all of it. <laughs> really feels yeah. like that. And yeah. I, I think we did have a conversation, didn't we? Because I we in the Discord I put the link to, so on Tudum Netflix's, uh, one of Netflix's website, there is a infographic which you can scroll down, and it's the it's basically the bible of the world of Rebel Moon, right, and okay. it is massive. Really, but it's like, I have you made a good movie if you're telling me, I need to go and read this. No, no, you haven't, because. <laughs> Yes, Star Wars has that law. But that law's been when built it came for fifty out. years. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not like everything's just been thrown out there all at once and gone. Understand this and enjoy it. Uh, Snyder said in an interview also with Entertainment Weekly that uh, fans should expect an extended version of the Netflix film soon, which will have close to an hour of extra content. He said. I am super proud of the PG-13 version of the movie, but the R-rated version is my original thesis for what this movie could be. This, this is something I don't understand from Netflix either. Because you've given Snyder this opportunity to make this film, but then you've cut it right down and made it a PG-13. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, given him the opportunity to release what he wanted. Surely you release the big version first, and then you do the cut, if you're going to do that. But I, th- I think... It's I see that logic in one respect, but I also see the logic of... But I think this logic is based on a false truth, which is people believe there is this huge Snyder fan thing because yes. of things like the clamouring for his yeah, cut yeah. of Justice League and stuff. But I don't think that group is as big as I don't he helps build it up to I don't be. think it exists at all. And it just was a... a Justice League fan. But that's what they're trying to clamour on here, isn't it? Yeah. Here's a movie... Uh, so, and then we're going to wind it up to say, well, no, this is his cut, and this is, you this think is what just you go, guys want. This, and, is, this is Snyder's movie to all these people out there. But they haven't. They've gone, hmm, here's this movie. Well, yeah, Snyder's yes, movie's coming. Because it's against what we've seen from Netflix in the past, where they just go, all right, fair enough, you're Martin Scorsese, do whatever you want. But yeah. they don't just do it with him. It's no. like, you know, often we see, a, a, even leave the world behind. Hmm. When we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago, saying, this is just you've just let someone go with this and this would have been a better movie with 20 minutes hunked off it. Yeah. Uh, so why are you doing the opposite for, for Snyder? For it's it's Snyder to he's... create this sort of Snyderverse thing. Yeah, it, it absolutely must be. Thing. I don't know. I don't think there's anybody clamouring for the R-rated supercut of this movie. I don't think there's anybody out there waiting for it. Mm. And I don't think anybody who's seen Rebel Moon is also going to go, well, I'm definitely watching that again. And if there is, there's not many. Hmm. Interesting. It's, it is it's, interesting. It's a, I find this it whole Rebel Moon story has been fascinating for yeah. the last year and a bit, however long we've known this has come in. The whole thing's been interesting, but I'm still never watching it. <laughs> Our latest update in the MCU roundabout. Yeah, this feels like a long round. time ago now. But. Uh, but a couple of bits of news have developed development since we last did this podcast, yeah. uh, which the first one, which you would most people definitely be aware that's confirmation that uh marvel have parted ways with jonathan majors yeah i think we knew this was coming 
his uh, conviction on two counts of harassment. He's out as Kang. Yeah, I think we knew that was coming. Uh, so it's, just, it's back to the drawing board. We've already be... covered a lot of the directorial and writing changes for phase whatever it is of. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting MCU. to see what they do with that character and if they move forward with that character or if they move forward. It can in just a different be someone direction. else, can't it? I think I think it has to be because those scripts and that story's now made and the 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 arch of where they're going is going to have that character in it. They can't change it now. I wouldn't have thought. Uh, interestingly associated to that, Disney's Searchlight film division had snapped up an uh, in, independent movie which Majors was in called Magazine Dreams, yep. uh, which they bought after the, it had uh, premiered at the Sundance Film Festival last year. That has now been removed from the company's release schedule. Okay. Uh, also, uh, a movie in post-production from uh, protagonist pictures called the man in my basement that that has apparently been removed from calendars okay uh, as have been removed from uh broadcast several adverts that jonathan major stars oh, in, right. in, over in the states for the u.s army and the texas rangers baseball team oh right <laughs> wow uh, another project that he had signed up for was Spike, Spike Lee's next movie, which is That Understudy, which was set to go at Amazon. You know what they need to do for that one? Bring in an understudy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Uh, another departure. Fuck Jonathan Majors, that's all we should say. Sure. From the MCU. Hmm. This is, is a surprising one. Stephen Yun. Yeah. Which... Is not a great start for a movie we talked about uh, maybe a month or so ago. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbolts. Yes. From which Wyatt Russell said, it's time for Marvel to make a good movie. <laughs> he did. Uh, well, Stephen Young will no longer be part of it. Uh, it is. There's nothing untoward about this. It is believed it is a scheduling conflict following the act. Yeah, it's gonna be, there's going to be all sorts of this stuff going um, on. Yeah, he was going to play uh, Sentry in the right. movie. Uh, one of the members of this team. Um, but yeah, he will no longer. Because he's a busy man. He's an he in-demand is. guy. He is. He's in everything. Yeah. He's got to do another series of beef. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed <laughs> he has. This is my favourite story of the week. Okay. Uh, I think it might be my least favourite because I'm <laughs> petrified you're going to make me watch Oh, 100%. 100% so, you're watching this movie. You may have seen, because this was quite a big news story over yes. the festive period, that the uh, the copyright ran out on the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse. Yes. Uh, and that was on that was on the 1st of January. Uh, that, that image, that character, entered the uh, public domain use. It did indeed. Uh, and set very much... By the precedent last year from Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Which we did watch on our watch-along. We did watch on our watch-along. And, and was by far the worst movie I watched last year. I expected it to be bad, just to read Yeah, 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 100%. What I didn't expect was to be so bleak. Yeah, it was awful. It was so bleak and demoralising. Yeah, why was this not done in a humorous, fun way? Yeah, have fun with it. Yeah. 
What you've done is made a really I, dark, bleak, honestly, my, horrible me- horror it, movie. Mentally, I was in a worse place having watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Absolutely. When I was Do not watch that movie. It's, it's awful. Uh, anyway, that movie made $4 million worldwide yeah. on a $100,000 budget. Massive. Uh, and we'll have a sequel. Because, yeah, well, it's bound to. It's made <laughs> billions, well, millions. Already, it has been announced in the first week of this year that there are two different horror movies in the works with the Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse Yeah, the original version of Mickey Mouse. Because uh, this is where the, the, the weird lines lie, isn't it? Because it is literally the image you can use. You can use that cartoon or any image from that cartoon. But things like the voice of Mickey Mouse is still under copyright. The trademark's still there. Yeah. It's just literally that image is all you can use. Yeah. One of those movies already has a teaser trailer. Yeah. Uh, and that is called Mickey's Mouse Trap. Yes. <laughs> that, te- have you, that teaser trailer is great as well. <laughs> the synopsis for that is, it's Alex's 21st birthday, but she is stuck at the amusement arcade on a late shift. Her friends decide to surprise her, but a masked killer dressed as Mickey Mouse decides to play a game of his own with them, which she must survive. The filmmakers promise it to be a cross between Five Nights at Freddy's and Scream. Right. Also on the way is an as-yet-untitled movie uh, from Stephen Lamort, who directed a horror movie a while ago called The Mean One, which I'm not familiar with. Is it The uh, Grinch? The Grinch one? Yeah, I think it is. I think I've seen bits of it. I okay. Uh, that will see a sadistic mouse tormenting a group of unsuspecting ferry passengers. Steamboat passengers, <laughs> yeah. Shooting for that one doesn't begin until the spring, but Lamorte has uh, done a press release in which he says, Steamboat Willie has brought joy to generations, but beneath that cheerful exterior lies a potential for pure, unhinged terror. No, it it's doesn't. a project which I've been dreaming of, and I can't wait to unleash this twisted take on a beloved character to the world. That's brilliant. Fucking bring this on. I love this. I want as much of this as possible on anything. But they don't have to be slasher fix. No, Again, they absolutely this came don't up in our Discord. Go out there and do stuff with them. But I don't need I don't need a hundred versions of Mickey Mouse is a what twisted Blood and Honey bastard. was. Yeah, no, you're right. It's just they're the easiest and cheapest movies to make, so that's what people are gonna do. I think I saw there was a computer game coming as well, a video okay. game of like a horror video game Mickey Mouse. Right. I'm pretty sure I saw that at some point. People have... That Mickey's Mousetrap got, that could, got announced on New Year's Day. Yeah. The day that the yeah. copyright went. You could do... And it's, it's clearly made. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like you could do that in a video game. I'm more interested in that because you could do that an- animated style like we saw with like Cuphead. Yeah. You know, that... You've got to be careful though because... Mick, uh, they may have lost the trademark on that one particular cartoon, but they'll still own animation trademarks on yeah. Mickey Mouse. They'll yeah. still own the voice of Mickey Mouse, the the new look, the character that character in Steamboat Willie looks nothing like the Mickey no. Mouse we know now. No. So you've got to be really careful, if especially if you're doing it animated. Yeah. You've got to be really careful because you, you, Disney you, will come after people who. Yeah, do you this. don't want to be sat opposite the la- the table from the Disney lawyers. No, true. exactly. And they any little thing they can pounce on, they will because they will not want to fuck over Mickey Mouse. Yeah. They re-extend... They changed the law for that twice. They originally, it was supposed to expire in 1984. And they, ex- they 
changed the law to give them another 20 years. And then in 2004, they did the same again. Yeah. And it's only now that they can't do that anymore. Yeah. So they, they really didn't want that in the public domain. It's really interesting that it has actually got out there. But yeah, do something different with it. Well, exactly. Exactly. Um, another way in which it's not been a great year for Disney uh, is the confirmation that 2023 uh, was the first time since 2015 that uh, Disney was not the global box office leader. Oh, wow, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it came second in terms of uh, cash bought in to Universal. Universal had a great year, though, last year. Yeah. Uh, not by much. No. But, uh, yeah, Universal collected $4.9 billion in dollars in worldwide ticket sales in 2023. Uh Led by Super Mario Brothers movie, yeah, Oppenheimer, yeah, uh, and Megan. Megan did a lot better than anybody was expecting. So yeah, they it's good as well. Pipped Disney, uh, who bought in four point eight billion dollars. Okay, uh, mostly led by Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and The Little Mermaid. The second of two, which were considered pretty big flops. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. It is, because Indiana Jones is good. The slight caveat, it doesn't matter, I guess, if you get the win, yep. but the universal slate of movies was 24 movies. Okay. Disney was only 17. Mm, okay. So percentage-wise, they a win's a win. A win's a win, yeah. <laughs> um, Disney did still have the most titles of any studio in the top 10 movies of the year. Okay. Uh, but... Neither of them had the top grossing movie of the year because that went to Warner Brothers, which was Barbie. Yeah. Clearly, easily the best, well, the, the highest box office movie of last yeah. year. Uh, it was also the first time since 2014 that none of Disney's cinematic releases in a calendar year crossed the $1 billion benchmark. Oh, really? Benchmark. That's, that's more interesting for me. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the top one being Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with $845 million. That's not even much for a Marvel movie. No. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I, I look, there's lots of caveats to that. Disney movies are generally more expensive. Yeah. The Temple movies. Uh, Ant Man. Disney Plus a lot quicker than Ant Man's a good. Uh, Quantum Mania is a good example. So it's the 10th highest grossing movie of the year, $476 million. Yeah. But. Lost money. Wow. Uh, when you take into account its budget, its spend on marketing and the like. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, I thought that's some interesting numbers. It is interesting. And then a couple of bits of news just to finish. I don't know if you've seen this one. I have seen this one. I find this really interesting. But this week, or it'll be last week as you listen to this, yeah. it is believed for the first time ever an actual human has beaten the game of Tetris. Yeah. Have you seen this footage? I haven't seen the footage. The kid. Oh, you've got to watch it. They just twitch their fingers, don't they? I know that much. Yeah, it's on this article. Okay. So when you get a time later... I'll watch it. It's, it's basically that you... 
you keep playing Tetris until you get you you top out the score basically yeah. at like nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand until it can't count anymore. Yeah, and then it just crashes. And it just crashes. Yeah, because nobody was ever supposed to get that. Yeah, uh, it's been done by AI. Yeah, but it's believed this is the first time. Uh, that an actual human's done it. Uh, we, we can post a link in the Discord. You yeah, can absolutely. see the footage, YouTube footage of this 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 boy, man, boy. He's <laughs> 13. He's 13. He's yeah, the lad who's 13 in Oklahoma. Um, what's incredible is that he did it in 38 minutes. Yeah. And he reached level 157. Now, until, I think it was four years ago, people thought the game crashed at level 29. Yeah. And it doesn't. It goes to level 157. So... <laughs> No, four years ago, nobody even got past level 29. Uh, the <laughs> individual in question is uh, a young kid by the name of Willis uh, Gibson. He's 13 and he's been practicing 20 hours a week, he does, on Tetris. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. Look at the end screen as well. He's not even anywhere near the top. No. <laughs> no. Uh, he dedicated his win to his late father, who died just last month. Oh, wow. Um, he only started playing Tetris two years ago. But yes, uh, rolling the controller, that's what they, yeah, call, they call it. Yeah, it's like they're just basically twitch fingers, so they don't even move. Yeah. They just like twitch their muscles and they press the buttons. But no, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Good for him. But where do you go from that? It, a convention should circuit, surely. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> do it again, mate. If you can do it, do it again. There'll, there'll be a movie about that. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then the final bit of news is uh, a bit of sad news, and that is the uh, passing of uh, famed British actor Tom Wilkinson. Yeah, I saw this. This is really who sad. passed away last week at the age of only 75. Hmm. I'm going to say I would have presumed he was older Yeah, than I would have put him older than that, to be fair. Uh, but, I mean, you'd have seen him in loads of stuff. Uh, he was in Full Monty. Yeah. Uh, it just pops up in everything yeah. in this country. Yeah, it's uh, one of those faces. That's just Shakespeare everywhere. in Love, Batman Begins, Mission Impossible, Grand Budapest Hotel, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, it's just loads of stuff. Um, it was always one of those guys that was always on TV as well, wasn't he? He was like in everything on TV. Yeah. Uh, twice nominated for an Oscar. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, in 2001 for In the Bedroom as a leading actor and supporting actor in 2007 in Michael Clayton. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Died suddenly on December the 30th. So oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. That is all the news. That was a bumper edition of the news. You can tell we've been away for a few it's weeks. It's been a while. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched quite a bit. This is also going to be a bumper edition. Yeah. Because I have as well. Cool. Uh, let's let's start with Obliterated on let's, Netflix. Please let's start with Obliterated because I've seen all of Obliterated as well. Uh, it was sort of our go-to thing over the the festive period. Yeah. Uh, this is the show from the makers of Cobra Kai. Yes. Um, and not that you would know. It's a very different show to Cobra Kai. <laughs> I think the energy is similar. The energy is similar. The the amount of dicks is different. <laughs> <laughs> and this yes it's not for kids this is this is a show about an elite uh anti-terrorist squad yeah. who dispose of a nuclear threat in las vegas yeah 
Only it turns uh, and they go and party, yeah, get, get drunk, drunk get obliterated. high. Uh, only for it to turn out they haven't quite disposed of the threat, and they've got to get back on the horse. Yeah, and basically do the whole thing again, but drunk. Uh, and, and they've, they've got the whole eight hours to, drunk. Yeah, it's brilliant. I t- I thought it was so funny. It's, it's, I I think I've seen again. I've I've seen reviews saying, well, this it's stupid, it's rude. It's yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, that's the point. Exactly the point. Not everything has to be good, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. It's not, not high art. It's not like serious crime drama. This it's is a, a silly Netflix TV it's show. It's a rude, sweary action. Yeah, it came out at the exact right time of year. They knew exactly what they were doing, and it's I, I so it was, much fun. I thought it was really fun. It's definitely going to get cancelled. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It has back. not a chance got a season two in it, but it is absolutely fun as fuck. I've I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. Where it has got a bit of intelligence, yeah, and where I think. I'm not sure people have come out and say it, but why I think it maybe hasn't gone down well is that there's a bit of role reversal in this. Yeah. And the of said elite anti-terrorist team, basically the men in the team are there for eye candy. They're the himbos. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the people, the, the, the people who get shit done... Are the girls. Are the girls. Yeah. I, I thought it was an absolute breath of fresh air. Yeah, I completely agree with you. They're, yeah, they're, they're men, they're the damsels in distress. They're the ones that keep getting kidnapped and taken and, and whatever. And the girls come and rescue them and save yeah. the day. I mean, everybody gets their bits out, but <laughs> men or women, it's fine. But it's, oh, I, I thought it was an absolute breath of fresh air. I really enjoyed it. Perfect time of year to just sit and binge this show, I thought. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Good. Next. Oh. Uh, I've watched on Amazon, funnily enough, okay. going back to the start of this uh show freelance what's freelance is an action movie starring john cena okay and alison brie all right okay so there's the other night like oh well i like both of those people yeah this should be all right fun you know turn your brain off type of thing yeah so john cena plays uh an ex-military guy uh going into private security right and he has to go and uh protect alison brie's character who's a journalist going to interview a, um, a, a president of a country okay. that's going through a, a coup, basically. Sounds like, yeah, sounds so far so generic action movie. I was really disappointed. Oh, really? I, 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 like I say, I like both of those leads. Yeah. I thought they had no chemistry with each other, which was really that surprising. That is surprising. Because I thought that's the least it would have. Yeah. I didn't think this was a funny movie. Okay. And actually it was a bit boring. And oh, we wow. were both sort of... Not considering it turning through? it off, but... So you did see it to the end? Yeah, but were Barely. we, were on we concentrating phone. on it? <laughs> Through your phone? Yeah. Okay. Disappointing on that one. I'll leave that's that one. It's a not recommend. I'll leave that one alone. Um, What else? I've I've completed season three of Only Murders in the Building. Okay, so just a bit behind on that. Yeah, just totally dropped off after about two episodes. Okay. But I just picked it back up. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, great, great show. Um, Always going to be good, that show. Probably the most obvious... Yes. Killers. I, I felt there was a bit less mystery because by the time you get to the last two episodes, I kind of feel like, well, they've ruled everyone else out. Yeah, except. we know who this is now because it isn't anybody <laughs> else. Yeah. My only other slight criticism was it. this felt more like a... It sounds weird to say when you've got like Meryl Streep, Paul Rudd, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. People lining up to be in this show, but it kind of felt a bit like a placeholder to the next, to the next series one. yeah i think it was 
I think I gen- genuinely think it was. I thought Meryl Streep was fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, Paul Rudd's not in it enough to even really judge it, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. But you're right, it is just building up to the next season now. Yeah. Which I've got no issue with. Uh, and then I watched the se- the series finale okay. of Ghosts UK. Same. I also watched that over Christmas. I'm going to really miss Ghosts. Me too. I thought it had already finished. I didn't realise there was a Christmas <laughs> one coming. Because the end of this last series was billed as like the finale. Yeah. And it wasn't very good. No, it was... And then oh, is that it? It was just a bit of a damp squib at the end. And so they brought this one back for the Christmas special. And it was quite emotional, I thought. I thought it was really nice. I did. It was a really nice way to end it. Yeah. I think... I'm going to miss Ghosts. I think this is where kind of binge watching is bad, isn't it? Because... Yes. I was the same. You get to the end. If this had been the last episode of that series, which no. I'd watched all in a row, I'd have been... Which technically it is, I suppose. But... I know. It's a scheduling thing, isn't yeah. it? But I thought it was a really good finale to the show. I agree. I did as well. Yeah. I agree. One thing I haven't written down on this list. Have you finished now? Yes. Yes, we've got to my section. I Did you watch Doctor Who? Yeah, oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Christmas. I thought that was really good, the Christmas one. The so I actually, we actually went back and watched the like the, all the new episodes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the, the last the three. David, or... The three David Tennant yeah. ones and then the new yeah. Shooty Gatwells. Didn't like all one. them. I or... didn't hate them. Considering Catherine Tate's in them and I do hate her. I didn't hate them. My favourite one was the middle one where they're on the spaceship. Spaceship. That was the best one. Didn't like the one with Barney Stinson in. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah fuck Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> we don't like that guy. Didn't like that one. Thought that was a bit shit. But the the Christmas Day one with the new Doctor, I thought was great. Just fun. Yeah, that's what that. I've seen a few Doctor Who fans slagging it off because it was too silly. As a casual viewer, for me to just get dropped in, yeah, I felt it didn't need me to know. My my criticism with Doctor Who is always. I feel like it expects me to know 60 years of... Yeah. And I'm not... I'm not the, the Doctor Who fan base is one of the most toxic fan bases around. I, I think I've always said it. I don't like Doctor Who fans. And so they'll find any excuse to uh, slag off the show. And it's, this is a Christmas episode. They're always silly. But they're still going to do it because it's a new Doctor bringing it in. And yeah. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun with it. I really enjoyed it. I think you could tell more money has been spent on these episodes. You, you like, can 100% see Disney's money in it. Disney's money is in you it. You can 100% see Disney's money in it. Definitely. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Uh, what else have I watched? I watched the on Netflix. Let's go through Netflix. So it's Chicken Run. I watched the new Chicken Run. Dawn oh, yeah. The Nugget. Yep. I really enjoyed that. I've seen that as well. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. A lot right. of fun. Check that out if you've not seen it. Yeah. I also watched the short making of feature okay. that's on there. It's only about 20 minutes, but that's quite good. Yeah. Uh, Saltburn I watched on Amazon Prime. Okay. I have you not, seen got Saltburn? To, not got to it You yeah. need to watch Saltburn. Yeah. It's very, 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 very good. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed Saltburn. It's It's... Batshit crazy, really well-made movie. Cinematography is fantastic. Yeah. Again, there's lots of naked men in it, if that's what you're into. <laughs> um, I watched a short documentary on Netflix called Hell Camp. Okay. Which is about a series of summer camps that went on in the 80s, 90s in America, where kids were just getting abused. They were like troubled yeah. teens sent to this camp, and then they were treated horrendously the whole time. Horrible story, not very good documentary. Oh, okay. It wasn't that interesting. Oh. It felt like there was a horrible story hidden in there somewhere, but they didn't quite manage to pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also, this is a random one, on BBC Four over Christmas, Bob Monkhouse's last ever stand-up show was on. Okay. <laughs> How did you find that? I was flicking. You... I was yeah. genuinely flicking. I couldn't find anything to watch. Saw it was on. I'd heard about this show before because it's got a bit of a legendary 
status in the comedy circles. So basically what happened is Bob Monkhouse died in December 2003. Yeah. If you don't know who Bob Monkhouse is, he's basically widely regarded as one of the best comedy writers that Britain's ever produced. It's like a joke. He was a joke machine. But he ended his career mainly hosting TV shows, and that's what most people of our generation know him from. He used to host all like quiz shows and game shows sure. and stuff. Um, but he was actually a really good stand-up comic. And he, he died in December 2003. In June 2003, he decided he was going to put on a final stand-up show but only invite up-and-coming comedians to watch it. Yeah. So he hired the back room of a pub in Liverpool somewhere and invited up-and-coming comedians of that time to come and watch this last show. And it was being filmed for a documentary, but they never made the documentary okay. because he died a few months later. Yeah. The documentary never got made. So people like Rhys Shearsmith are in the audience. David Williams is in the audience. Uh, people like that, that sort of generation yeah. of British comic. And he just performs a stand-up show to them. And it's basically, it's passing the torch okay. to these new people. And it's really fucking good. He does 20 minutes of stand-up. Then he gets all rem- bliss, like reminiscing about his life and the people he knew. And he talks about Benny Hill. He knew Benny Hill. He knew Peter Sellers, all that. And working with those people. Then he brings Mike Yarwood out. Yeah. Who hadn't been on TV at the time for like 10 years because he had turned into a recluse. He comes out, nobody knew he was there, and they just basically chat for 20 minutes. And then he finishes with another 10 minutes of stand-up. It's on for an hour. If you've got the iPlayer, it's 100% worth watching. It's very funny. Cool. It's really good. I would highly recommend that. And I know it sounds ridiculous. That Are we allowed to like Bob Monkhouse? Yes. Yeah. You're nothing... 100%. You're, right, okay. you're, you're fine with him, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be sitting here recommending the comedy. I, like. I always but Yeah, I know what you mean. That generation of yeah, TV yeah. stars. I, I is, think it's good to check. Yeah. <laughs> My memory of Bob Monkhouse is more because I think we're a bit too young to know him as a comic. Yeah, it, we. I always tell him as the sort of cheesy game show, game show host. host. That's what he was known, in a, definitely in our generation. Yeah, that's who he was. Yeah, but he's actually what he was is a, he was a joke machine. He just wrote. He had when he died, he had like four thousand notebooks full of jokes that he'd never okay. used, and they all got stolen at one point. There was right. this big like search to find Bob Monkhouse's joke books. He's quite a fascinating guy. Yeah, interesting. He talks about Peter Sellers and how he hated Peter Sellers' mum. Right. And all they talked about that for a while because she stole from him. And there was all this, the stories are fascinating. Okay. Of that generation of British comedy. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah. I, would, I would recommend it. That does sound it interesting. It is. Uh, finally, I've started watching Monarch on um, Apple TV. Okay. This is the Godzilla TV show that's come out. Right. So Godzilla's everywhere. At the it minute. is. It is. I don't. I've even talked about Godzilla minus one. Yes, I did talk about that yeah. in the last show. Uh, yeah, this is the Godzilla. So it follows on from the 2014 Godzilla movie. Yeah, and also Kong Skull Island. Yeah, so they're in the same universe. Yeah. This TV show is also in that universe because there's another movie in that universe coming, coming out this out. year. Yes, isn't there is. So this is set. So that Godzilla attack on San Francisco in that movie. This TV show set the year later. Okay. But it's also set in the 50s. So there's two li- two, two timelines in this show. So it's set just after Kong Skull Island in the 50s. Yeah. But also just after Godzilla's attack in 2015. So it's how San Francisco is rebuilding. Got ya. And also how the government are trying to cover up these monsters now that everybody knows they're there. But it's before the Godzilla versus Kong that was the last movie. Correct. Right, okay. So... And it's all about and Kurt Russell's in it. Yeah. Wyatt Russell's in it. Yeah. They play the same character. Nice. In different time periods. It's bound to happen at some point. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I've only I'm about halfway through. I was worried with it being a TV show that they wouldn't 
there'd be a lot of chatting and not many monsters in it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's been a monster in every episode so okay. far. Because they're going around trying to find these titans in the 50s. And then the people in 2015 are trying to find the evidence that's been covered up that these people found in the 50s. Right. So it's, it's really, I'd recommend it. It's called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Cool. I've not finished it yet, so I can't fully recommend it, but I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Good. That was a lot of talking. I think I'm done. Plenty going on. <laughs> I think I am done. How are we doing for time? Uh, we haven't done a real talk this week. Um, so like we th- said before. Well, yeah, just to recap what we said before Christmas. So real talk's not gone. Yeah. But it's just going to be less frequent. I think it's not necessarily going to be a weekly thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, we'll drop it in when we want to drop it in. Yeah. We have also got a couple of other ideas. Yeah. We've just not quite managed to nail Finalize down talking yet. to each other about which Once one we're going to go with first. Yeah. So, so watch this space yeah. or listen to this podcast, which is the audio equivalent of watching this space. Yes, I guess. it is. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> and if you if you do listen to this podcast, which you are doing as we speak, tell more people to listen to this <laughs> podcast. That's what we do. So I don't know if you remember, Nick. In the last episode of The Wave, this is how we'll end this wave, I think. You did a little game for me. Yeah. Which was basically a this or that, quick fire. Here's one thing or the other thing. You pick them. Don't give it any thought. Just pick them. And it was quite good fun. I quite enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. And I said to you at the end of it, I'm going to do that for you in the next episode. Yeah. Guess what? I haven't you forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited. Good. Um, I think I've got about 40, which I think is about what you did. Yeah, I think so. So we'll just, we'll quick fire through these. Okay. See what you think. And uh, see if we learn anything more about you. Brilliant. Like you learned about me in the Or I learn about myself. Or if you learn about yourself. Exactly. So are you ready for the first one? Yeah. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Ooh. Wedgies or chips? Chips. Correct. Chalk or cheese? Cheese. Dreams or nightmares? Dreams. Dogs or cats? Cats. Daddy or chips? Chips. <laughs> Big Lebowski or Reservoir Dogs? Big Lebowski. Hot Bot or Buster's Malheart? Buster's Malheart. Mirage or Blood and Gold? Mirage. Ooh. Bath or shower? Bath. Ross or Rachel? Ross. Wayne or Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> Wayne. Kit or cat? Cat. Left Twix or right Twix? Left t- Twix. <laughs> Asda or Tesco? Asda. Take that or Rick Astley? Take that. King or Queen? Queens. Christmas or New Year? Christmas. Birthdays or every other day? Birthday. Give or take? Give. Burger or pizza? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> uh, burger. Old or young? <laughs> Old. <laughs> Fingers or toes? Fingers. Teeth or tits? Tits. Boys or girls? Girls. Instructions or wing it? Wing it. Christmas tree or pumpkin? Christmas tree. Ice or water? Ice. Fireman or policeman? Fireman. Scream or saw? Scream. Fish or chips? Fish. Burp or fart? Burp. 2023 or 2024? 24. Has or Jordan? Jordan. Ross or Sam? Ross. Ooh. Big Bird or Snuffleupagus? Big Bird. Sam or Jordan? (laughs) Sam. (laughs) Twins or triplets? Twins. Robbie Williams or Robin Williams? Robin Williams. Android or Apple? Apple. Sun or Moon? Sun. Grinch or Scrooge? Scrooge. Adam or Nick? Nick. (laughs) That's the end. Very good. I feel like we learned something about you there. (laughs) There was a lot of chip-based questions. Yeah, no, I don't know. I must have been hungry on our own. Uh, 
<laughs> I enjoyed doing that. I enjoyed putting daddy or chips in. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> that was good fun. I, yes, I really enjoyed that. Good. I, and I, I think I think that's one we could potentially revisit once a season. Yeah, I think we should do that quite often. I quite <laughs> liked it. Something along those lines, at least. I think we've done a wave. I had a you great time. Happy with that wave? Yeah. First I'm, wave of season I'm, 10? I'm just delighted to be here. Me too. It's good to be back, isn't it? Yeah. That was a long time we've had off. That was maybe the longest break we've had. In a, in, in a row, yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. I think it was. Well, it was nice to have Christmas off, though. It was, yeah. We couldn't have done it over Christmas, I don't think. And... I mean, you probably don't want to go back and watch it now because you're out of the festive bubble, but we did do a yes. sort of director's commentary, didn't we? That was our Christmas It presents. was, yeah. We did a director's a commentary. Movie. Captain's commentary, we called it, uh, of Mr. St. Nick. A few people said they enjoyed it. Anyone yeah. else who's heard it, if you want more of that sort of thing, let us know and I'm sure we can I, for one, out. really enjoyed doing it. Me too. So I think we'll do more whether you liked it or not. Yeah, fine. Because <laughs> it's it's just, it was just fun to do. Yeah. Maybe we'll do Mickey's Mousetrap. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we should. Good. Cool. Right. Thank you for listening to The Wave. We'll be back on Thursday to talk about The Girl in the Yellow Jumper. We sure will. Which is the opening film of season 10. Uh, yeah, so come back then and we'll be here. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>